Death Watch. Welcome back to Cradle of the World, a D&D 3.5 campaign by Death Watch Productions. I am Brandon, the Dungeon Master, and we return to our heroes who have just finished a battle at the Temple of Corallon Lorethian. The island of Cradle is engulfed by an apocalyptic magical storm. The only safety lies on the grounds of the still unfinished Temple of Corallon. The villagers of Cradle have all gathered there and are worshipping their god at the suggestion of the priestess Yathlane, who was given a vision. In her vision, Corallon was not dead, though close to it, and only by the worship of his followers could he maintain the strength to shelter them from the storm. So, as they were doing this, the they were attacked, and our heroes fended off these uh, ooze creatures, and now... We return to them uh, as the battle is over, and Fulwin, their butler, appeared out of the storm into the light, grievously wounded, and warned them that the old woman from the swamp was doing something evil to the rocks, and that he tried to stop her, but she struck him with evil magic and almost killed him. And that's where we start, but first let's introduce our players, starting with Chris. Hi, I'm Chris. I'm playing Casimir, the hero of the rock, and I'm gobsmacked that a crazy old crone found in a swamp, it could be evil, shaking my head at Justin right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Travis. I'm playing Graham, the hero of the sea, and I am afraid to go out into this storm of magic and help the birds, but I also love my birds, so I will do what I must. <laughs> I'm Rohan, the hero of the sky, <laughs> who is actually surprised he survived the last set of combat, and but is ready to head out into the storm to try and protect his bird. And I'm John, playing Fenrith, hero of the flame, and I will gladly kill an old lady that lives in a swamp, <laughs> as my god demands it. Okay, so. Um... You had caught him, Casimir, as he fell, and Fenrith had healed him, mm -hmm. which kept him alive, but um, didn't repair the damage completely that's been done to his face. So half of his face is hideously scarred now, and he lost one eye, but he no longer is in danger of dying, thanks to Fenrith's magic behind you. The revelry and the prayer and the worship continues unabated. The music um, is thumping. People are crying out uh, with their voices to Corallon in their own ways, singing songs and performing dances. But uh, Fallen, now that he um, has caught his breath, he explains, uh, I got stuck at the home. I didn't want to abandon it. But then out in the darkness, I saw a green light. And I don't know what possessed me, but I had to investigate it. And I went to the barn where it emanated from and saw the old woman uh, casting some sort of evil magic. Green waves, uh, green lines extended from her hands and were enveloping each of the rocks in this sickly green glow. And their feathers were falling off. I thought I heard voices 
speaking in the shadows. I couldn't understand the words, but I knew them to be evil voices. Uh, I tried to stop her, but she turned and hit me with this green lightning or fire, I'm not sure. And uh, the last thing I remember is stumbling mm. here to warn you. All right. I saw dark shadow people out in the storm. I don't know how I avoided them, but somehow I did. All right. So um, I'll stand up and catch Graham's eye and kind of start signing so that way he can, him and Rohan can get on down here. Oh, I, I would have seen him come through the barrier and, and worked my way around the blade barrier. And uh, You're going right through it. I know. That's what it shows me doing, but... <laughs> Oh, that yeah, would be a thing that I would... That's the broken point, though. That that's would also, a D6 plus 17 to walk through. That, that, that'd I'll, also uh, be something that I would sign, is that there's a blade barrier somewhere out here. <laughs> so be careful. fly over it, Justin. Yeah, you don't want to yeah. take the 15 D6 or whatever it is damage. I think that's what would happen, is as if I saw you coming this way, I would quickly uh, start signing for you to well, stop the danger. Now that combat's over, I, I can dispel it. Well, the thing is, is we don't uh, we don't know if it's over. The last over. thing I want is one of these foolish villagers dancing straight into it. <laughs> it would be funny, though. So, yeah, I guess that's what I would change to. They're already coming this way, but I changed to warning them of the barrier. <laughs> okay. Oh, I can't dismiss my ice wall. It's here for good. You can dismiss They're... any spell that you cast, though. But it didn't I think it has it. to have dismissible by it, doesn't it? It's an actual thing by certain spells. Um, uh, I don't know about that. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Let's go with John's rule. It's simpler. I don't know about that. Well, yeah, if you look, if you look at you mage look at armor, this... go with yours, and then I'll correct you. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Good. What were you gonna say, John? So when you look at dispel magic, magic, it says you may choose to automatically succeed on dispel checks against any dis any spell. Ah, that's where my confusion was. It's <laughs> when you're using to spell magic. So just give me your spell, and I will can... spell it. Yeah, if the smell a, a smell a spell <laughs> is dismissible, uh, you look by the duration, and it'll have like a D in parentheses. That means you can dismiss it at will, or it's the same action as casting a spell. I guess it would be a well, standard action. Luckily for everybody here, I can dismiss my blade barrier because it's got the D. The wall of ice is going to be there for a good hour. Well, that just means that uh, when they're done dancing in between all these fires, they're probably going to need a place to cool off. Because right. you're going to be a better hero than me then. <laughs> so I guess, can if we're all close together, can we yell over the den to each other? Yeah, if you're within you know five or ten feet right. from each other, you can manage to speak. So yeah, um, between me and Fenrith, I guess we'll probably uh, iterate what's going on, what Fulwin said about how our bird's under attack, and my main yeah. question would be, what are we going to do? Well, we gotta we stop him. make haste to the birds and kill a swamp witch. Do we all go? Oof, that's a good question. Do you need to be here, Fenrith? How does ritual work? I don't know your god's ways. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I should go <laughs> consult Yithlani if, uh, She's got all this under control. I'll just walk through this ice barrier. 
No, you don't you don't need to consult with her. I mean, you're more of an expert than her. The part you had to play in this has been played. And is yeah. it safe? If there are more creatures out there, do we leave this place undefended? Well, there is Mudsworthian will one guy we don't know who we found skulking behind a house, much like a swamp witch. <laughs> he did a very good job of of fighting that uh, obelisk. He did. And well, that all... is true. You guys yeah. did see him fighting. That's very true, and it could be an elaborate ruse. It could Why be so we can get close to someone us? else. It could be so we could take him, but I still think we should leave someone here, at the very least one. I don't think we should leave this place undefended. And because our Minotaur, what's his name? Uh, um, Isn't our Minotaur here? I don't think so. Uh, Nazus. No. no, as a matter of fact, it's interesting. Oh, you guys finally. Yeah, you guys haven't seen him yeah. since you got back. Yeah, Rohan went oh. looking, couldn't find him. What are the old crone got the chances to him first. are that he. Well, no, he's probably this uh, dude that was skulking around now. That's, that's Mudsway who was skulking around. We caught him. No, you're. Are you talking about the shadowy people you saw outside the barrier, Fenrith? Yeah. yeah. Okay. There was one that R- Rohan saw that was giant-sized, but, um, you know, that's all he could tell was that it was giant-sized. They're out there giving the enemy what for. Well, I mean, I'll stay behind if you want me to, because uh, I can make sure nothing bad happens to this place. I'm putting I'll it out to the group. Join in the uh, Graham, are you... Staying where you are on Giant the map, or are you with the the group? No, I was gonna move up and converse with the group. All right, so let's do. <laughs> oh shoot, we're in fireball pattern. Mm. Spread, scatter, scatter. Everybody, put a spot into the tower for me. I need to get my macros back up. Well, the tower always throws me off. I don't know how to do a macro uh, tower roll. Why is it not let me? Could you drag it into the tower? My macro? Yeah. I mean, maybe. I just did it for concentration. It just doesn't seem like... It doesn't feel like a macro if I'm like dragging it, though. That's true. It makes me angry. Not really. Uh, you have the one from your main page, or you can drag it and drop it down. But you got to replace it every time you, your uh, skills change. All right. So, Fenrith and Rohan... Um, the so while you're all standing around falling there and talking about what to do, um, Fenrith, Rohan, you catch some uh, movement outside the barrier um, to the south east a little bit that catches your eye and you peer closer and uh, what it looks like to you is uh, a very large person in a with smaller your sized people on a line to either side of him uh, in a, and that they look like they're in a fierce battle. Their backs are to you and who they're battling. You can't, it's like, that's the end of your vision It's just enough to see them, but you can tell by their movements that they're fighting. So as you, um, you, you both see that, but Fenrith, you see um, more clearly that uh, that actually is, well, the large person you're looking at is uh, heavily muscled with a massive axe and has horns coming from his head. You know, Nazus is the only minotaur that you know of that's supposed to be on the island. So it, it looks to you like that's him. And then 
that would be the militia that never arrived, that he was supposed to be training um, just outside the barrier. And they're fighting like a, um, now Nazus is an actual tactician. So, um, and you can see that he's trained them well. So they're in a, um, like they're doing a defensive retreat really is what they're doing. I'll, uh, yeah, immediately jump to the conclusion that it actually is, um, him since I only know of one Minotaur and, uh, shout out that, uh, as Nazus and the militia have arrived and they're under attack <laughs> as two arms and I'll gather the villagers to lead them out to battle. <laughs> do they keep dancing? <laughs> they got to keep dancing though, right? He's just turning yeah, into they a do. conga line yeah. that's following him. Uh, uh, but that's I'll, how you get those hundred form god killer or the hundred arm god killers. That's how they form. Is they uh, start yeah. off as a sim simple conga line. <laughs> but I, I will say that we need to we need to get out there and and help them in. As uh, can I push past the barrier? Yeah, it's easy. You, you just you feel this odd tingling sensation, but um, it doesn't stop you. Yeah, I'll uh, follow. Yeah, so will I. Well, he'll okay. move there. All right, give me one second here. Let me get something on there here. All right, and so you guys... Um, there we go. Okay, so you guys run out there, and um, <clears throat> you can see uh, right where you go, Fenrith. Uh, you guys are looking to move. Why is it doing this to me? Oh, right, because I put that there. So let me get rid of this barrier here. There we go. So, Fenrith, you, uh, you move out to here, and you guys are following along with him. And that's actually... Um, where Nazus is, he's just about five, yeah, five feet away there. So we put him on the map. There's a call out to him to start uh, retreating around us and we'll hold the line. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, he, he glances back and he sees you and he's got elves to either side of him. As you get there now, you can see that the battle is um, won now. Um, at least there's, no enemies that you can see vision is uh, visibility is not very good. So you can see about, you know, 30 feet beyond them, but uh, in front of them, cause there's, there's a uh, Nazus and then there's 12 elven militiamen, some of which you recognize and some of which clearly new people in this spear line there. And uh, there's puddles of ooze on the ground in front of them, uh, but no more enemies within striking distance. Yeah, but uh, they keep their discipline and they continue backwards, keeping their spears uh, ready in case something charges them. But um, within a minute, you guys have made it back beyond the, the barrier there. And uh, Nazus is like, uh, he turns to look at all of you and he says, uh, that was a close one. We fought a pitched battle all the way from uh, the coast. Oh, the Just battle what isn't is over going yet. in here. <laughs> yeah, so he's like, "What? What's actually going on here?" Cause, and that's when you know, nobody's seen him for a while. So that's when it becomes clear that he doesn't actually mm. he he doesn't know what 
what's going on? So he's like, what is going on? And he looks back beyond you and he sees all the people dancing and he's, it's, you know, it's difficult to pick up expressions on the Minotaur's face, but um, clearly he's confused See about the confusion in his all eyes. the people back there dancing and partying. Oh. It's, it's a, it's a, could say a ritual worship uh, to our to our deity Corlon uh, Larathian as this it's powering a barrier that protect that's protecting everybody from uh, this storm and the things in it as we fought off the creatures that pushed their way through everything should be safe here now but we just learned that uh, the rocks are endangered by a swamp witch so I completely trust we were going to go and we were going to go and uh, dispatch her to save the birds but uh, I can explain more later if you and your militia can can stay here and defend this area in case any more enemies try to push through again it should be clear but alright so uh, he doesn't take any time to decide whether what to make of all this he just accepts what you say and says it'll be good for these men to have more practice but be careful there's odd creatures out there people made out of slime i've never encountered before they fight like real people but uh, their touch burns and you can see that his armor's got like clear markings of you know acid burns on it Um, and so does the blade of his axe but so be careful out there, but I and these will uh, keep this group safe. As I'll uh, give him a nod, and before moving out, then I will cast... Uh, no, don't. Don't move out. <laughs> I, where, where, wherever you're going to cast, you do that, but we're teleporting. Oh, okay. So I will cast uh, Resist Energy Mass uh, for Acid. Wait, we're teleporting? I'll save that then. I yeah, thought we so, were walking it. Well, we're either walking back or we're walking there. Well, let's teleport there. I'd rather walk back. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, um, Fenrith, uh, uh, Rohan, Graham, gather around. I can get us to the, I can get us to our house immediately. Okay. Um, uh, Fenrith, we'll... you'll need to shrink down though. <laughs> yeah, as you say, at, at this point, I think my divine power and uh, and righteous might are would be done. They only had one had two rounds, one had three rounds. Graham, would you mind using the rod of healing on me one more time? Yeah, sure. I meant to. Uh, you should probably use it on yourself too. All right, I passed my use magic device check. Just hit him so hard with it that it bounces back and hits you too, so you only have to make one check. All right, so yeah, that did it. Um, is there some sort of like place where I would have spent a lot of time other than my room? I was, I swear that we had like a not a dojo, but so, yeah, we something had a training similar. area. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, right. you had uh, an indoor one, and you had one out in the yard too. Yeah, I figure the indoor one will be where I'm targeting for very familiar. Okay. Yeah, inside the house itself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So I'll hold up my hands and like this, and tell uh, Graham and Fenrith to grab a hand, and then one of them also touch uh, Rohan, and then I will teleport. I'll 
I'll do it. I may have to burn my gloves after, but I'll do mm. it. All right. Yeah, I still haven't bathed. I know. I mean, what's the point? I mean, look at the mess we're in. All right, so... Yeah. Oh, maybe getting one of those monster. like acidic slime things attached to me, it, it, it actually cleaned off everything else. You haven't bathed for so long, you have like a tarnish now on your skin, yeah. so it's going to take an acid. To yeah, I've actually got like a patina. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> okay, I didn't roll the percentile, so here you go. All right, we're good. So we're just doing regular old teleport? Yeah. Uh, you said it was okay with very familiar, right? So Yeah. And I didn't fail it. <laughs> All right. Okay, so that will, um, yeah, so you all clasp hands uh, with uh, Casimir in the lead there, and he casts this spell, and then uh, you feel this force taking hold of you, and then the sensation of being lifted, and then you blink and find yourself inside your home in the downstairs practice, the practice floor which is a, a large room with mats and dummies and uh, fake weapon racks, um, things like that. Um, and it's dark in here um, and dark outside through the windows. You can, you can see the, the blackness out there and then the purple flashes of lightning. You can hear the loud roar of the wind. Um, and you can hear the sound of like, trees being blown in the wind, but you can't see that far. So. Mm -hmm. But there you are. You find yourselves in your home. All right. I guess we're going to take standard combat order. Was there a way to get into the staples from the top? Was there like an open loft or? I did skylights, if I remember right. Something like that. There are skylights, but also there is a, a door on the second story that you could go in if you got to it. I would suggest perhaps sending you or Graham in through the second story. Okay. Yeah, I can take that. Yeah, me and you through the front door. Yes, I'd prefer that we at least know what's going on there first. So quick reconnaissance and then. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Go. Go do your sneak about. I'm gonna go grab a sandwich. <laughs> Only dried fish here. I'm gonna go right. grab some now, fish. Is the barn attached to the fish sandwich? The mansion or the no home? No, it's separate. It's its own separate building. Um, about 30 feet away from the um, eastern wall of the house. Okay. And um, it's built so that its uh, back door is off right off the edge of the cliff. You step out of that back door and you're right off the edge of the cliff. It's how the rocks get up. You know, they, go, they can go that direction and just leap out into the air and start flying away. Okay. Um, and then there's a smaller side door. Um, and then one upstairs on the upper uh, outside level as well that has like a balcony a, a railing you can walk around. Okay. I'll try and sneak and move silently to get to that second floor, but I want to have uh, Fenrith and Casimir keeping an eye out for any of those obelisks or anything else that might ambush me as I'm crossing the ground. Mm -hmm. Do you want a spot? I think at the very least we'd follow you over to the the barn, which give you a hoist up. Then Fenrith can't get his sandwich. Mm. I think we passed the pantry on the way there. Yeah, I'll grab a, something at least. Just grab or a I'll... chunk of uh, like a pillar. 
<laughs> reach into the uh, bag of holding for a ration and some dirt, more dirt. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Still don't think we've gotten it all out of there. And all the leftovers from splicing up rope. You know, you got sections yeah. that are three feet long. <laughs> <six Yeah>. feet. <laughs> Just be thankful we don't keep our spell components. Yeah, that we scavenge from all the monsters in there. I'm eating all these grapes. Graham, we don't have grapes in there. <laughs> That's Eye of Newt. Eye of Orc and Bugbear. Right. It'd be really... There, there. I wonder if there's a thing like that where, like, uh, while the monsters are horrible and disgusting creatures, if there's, like, their eyes are good tasting, so then you get this <laughs> groups of people with these cravings to go eat orc eyes. It'd be like uh, watching those uh, those uh, fishermen, like, with fark... Uh, Fark fin, shark fin soup. <laughs> yeah, where we're just grabbing orcs, scoop out the that's eyes, a, and toss them back out. <laughs> that's a good uh, like low level tet or uh, low level quest. Uh, is you, you meet a a vendor that sells like uh, delicacies like that. There's yeah. this uh, orc or goblin village, you know, a few miles to the south. Need ten go pairs harvest, of eyes. Uh, yeah, harvest some eyes for me and bring them back. It's necessary you you uh make a uh slime flan with orc eyes in it. It's a marvelous dish. That would be uh pretty horrific, I think. It's one thing killing a creature, but then uh harvesting their eyes to make desserts is uh something Okay. Else. All right, so Rohan, you step out of the house and the rest of you are like gonna be there at the door to look for any sign of danger. Is I, that what's going on? I was suggesting that we follow him. We just need him to go yeah. up to the second and scout it. Yeah, and and I'd probably head out first, um, so that I can. Yeah, if we're going with standard operating procedure, you can yeah. wave us on. Yeah, I can sneak out, and once I get to the to the barn, then I can wave you forward. Yeah, and then while he's while he's creeping along, um, yeah, I'll I'll. Uh, just keep an eye out for anything I can see. I didn't. I don't know if I need to move silently for while well, I'm in the storm, but there it is anyway. <coughs> okay. Yeah. So you step out, and uh, you can only see the barn when the lightning flashes. At first, um, the grounds are kept very neat and tidy, though, so there's no tripping hazards, um, and you don't. Spot anything, and you certainly don't hear anything. Okay. Now it is very difficult to move because of how powerful the wind is. Um, I guess I'll try and move as close to the ground as possible, kind of on all fours almost, and move in between the lightning flashes. Try and get to cover between the lightning flashes if I can. Okay. So use them to to scout out where I'm going to go next, and then in the darkness, make that like beeline shot towards it. All right. So you can make it to the side of the barn where um, like this is the side where a lot of like carts and wagons are parked when they're not in use, but there is a ladder that will take you up to the railing for the second story. Okay. That is in good repair last time you checked. So once I get to that corner of the barn, I'll, I'll kind of take, stock of what's around us as the lightning flashes and then wave the others forward if it's clear looks like you're at a rave though all right so you guys um that fits 
when the lightning flashes, you guys, uh, you see Rohan waving you forward. And then you guys had... So Rohan, as you were making your way over there, and Fenrith, with your spots, um, the one thing you can see, even uh, without when the lightning isn't flashing, is flashes of green light emanating from... Um, it's enough to let you see that plus the lightning is enough to determine that the door, the massive front door is closed, but in the spaces and the gaps, you can see green light flashes coming out from time to time. Okay. Yeah. I'll get to the, I'll, as they're heading over towards where I was, I'll start up that ladder to get to the second level. Okay. Climb check. <laughs> And that's how I ended up in the ocean. You need to force this door open? I don't think we need to force it, uh, but hopefully Rohan will be able to see if it's been barricaded or not. Otherwise, we'll probably be going through the second story or the uh, uh, the, the roof windows. What was that? Sun, 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 sun? Skylight. Skylight. There we go. All right. So, Rohan, you make it up to the top of that ladder, and that puts you out on a narrow railing that goes around the outside of the barn and there is a door to the inside um on the opposite side of the barn yeah i'll try and keep flat to the to that balcony to try and keep as much of myself out of the wind as possible and work my way around still trying to hide and keep quiet if possible okay and what are the rest of you want to do so is he going to go out of sight? Is that what's happening here? Or? Yeah, I mean, he is now. All right. Well, I guess we can hold here until he comes back around. Or we see a giant ball of fire on the other side of the barn. <laughs> yeah. So where did you guys go? Towards the side of the barn. You followed closest. him to the side? Yeah. Okay. So from there, and then he went up the ladder. So yeah, um, you, you can see him as he goes up the ladder. But when he gets up there, you can't see him anymore. So... All right, and then, let's see. Okay, so Rohan, you move around. Now you've made it to, like, the front. Okay. So here, from this railing, uh, when you get to the front of the barn, above you is a massive opening on the wall, but it's meant for airflow, but uh, you, it's, you could go through it for sure. Um, it would be... I mean, you'd have to you'd have to jump to grab the ledge to pull yourself in, but also uh, there is a you know there's a door on the other side of the on the eastern side. So, and then let me do some percentile here. So from this balcony, can I see anything guarding the front of the building? Um. Okay. Yeah. Do a spot. And let go too early. All right. So, yeah. So as you're coming around, actually, we'll go back in time to when you're coming around the corner um, and leaning over the railing at that spot gives you a view of the front door and you do spot uh, two humanoid creatures outside that door and they're um, armed and armored, but you can't make out any definitive features and uh they're illuminated only briefly by the reflection of green light 
spilling out from underneath that door. Okay. So with them right below on that front side, I'll, I'll instead of trying to make my way and jump and climb my way through that uh, airflow window, I'll work my way around to the door. Okay. All right. So then Rohan uh, continues along. Then Graham. Um, so like you guys are all there huddled, trying to get protection from the wind up against the side of that building, waiting for Rohan to get back. And uh, Graham, do a uh, a will save in the tower, please. Someone's about to get backstabbed. <laughs> what, I got a plus two to it now. That's definitely better than it used to be. <laughs> yeah. Began as a minus three. <laughs> I'll be damned. Okay. So um, you feel all of a sudden just this massive effort um, within you. Um, you recognize immediately as the uh, unfriendly personality and blood tooth uh, trying to wrest control of you. Um, feels like a massive hand clamping down on your brain. But with uh, supreme force of effort, you manage to push it away. And uh, as you do that, uh, you get this flash in your vision. Um, and suddenly you realize now that you can see better than you could. Um, it's like this blood tooth vision that you've had from time to time. So whatever that other personality was doing to suppress it is gone. And so now you can see as you normally would be able to with blood tooth, you know, it's like a black and white and you can see the, the colors of the, like your companion's blood as it moves through leaving like a, an outline of them. But, uh, Casimir's heart rate never went above 80. <laughs> yeah, the uh, the timing causes some annoyance and probably I mess up a little bit. I'm like, cut it out. <laughs> like I whisper that. Maybe I'm behind Casimir or something like that. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, at this, he wouldn't be able to hear it. So, But I still have an urge to backhand him for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> cut it out. <laughs> I'll tumble behind Fenris. <laughs> um, what happens when the cleric and the wizard backhand each, each other so you can see at that point actually um, in my case wizard could speed up you, you can see <laughs> like illuminated tracks and handprints on the ladder are these like Rohan's from I where, think yeah from where Rohan went up you can, uh. you can see that sort of thing but it also um, as you are looking casting about um it lets you see that there are two figures approaching your position and you only, you can see them because, uh, because you can't see them, right? It's like shadows, humanoid shadows in your vision blocking what's beyond them. Okay. You can't make out any features beyond a general humanoid shape. Well, I'll definitely get back on point, you know, after my initial annoyance and I'll tug on Casimir's, uh, his tunic or whatever he's wearing and um i'll do the hand talk to communicate that there are figures up ahead all right I'll, i guess i'll sign back up the ladder then okay right and uh yeah i guess i'll was it who's in the lead are you in the lead right now uh, i think that's how he did it because if i had to be called up to check on a door or something like that yeah so i'll tap finrith and uh sign up to him just real simple <laughs> all right yeah i'll get blood teeth out and just have a ready to throw 
if they get alerted or something like that as I'm moving up the ladder. Okay. Yeah, I'll start moving up after him. Mm-hmm. All right, so up you guys go, and uh, you reach that railing or the balcony up there, that little um, outside walkway. Yeah, I'll just make myself extra scarce by kind of laying low, like literally. Okay. Against the the wall of the the stable. All right, and then um, Rohan, you make it around the other corner, and you can see that door up ahead, set or up again in the wall along the. Outside wall here. Okay. Kind of still keeping myself low. I'll, I'll work my way up to it. Did I, there, is there anything guarding it or around it? No, not, no. Okay. So yeah, I'll work my way up to it and, um, just try and crack it enough to, to see in. Okay. So you, let me, all right. So yeah, you, uh, um, you, you crack that door open and then, um, you know, you can see that the whole barn seems to be illuminated by this green light. Okay. And as you open it, um, you know, the wind's blowing in gusts and the lightning and the thunder makes it hard to hear. But you do catch um, snippets of, a, you know, female voice chanting in some spellcraft arcane language. Go on, Justin. You can do it. Casimir believes. All right. I'll, yeah, I'll give the spellcraft a a shot. This is not responding very well. There we go. In the tower? Mm-hmm. I've gotten up to a plus nine, so. Nice. You're almost caught up to me. All right. So you focus in on this, uh, on what you're hearing, and let me tell you what you determine. Nothing. <laughs> okay. Just had to look it up to be sure, but um, yeah, you don't determine any useful information. Mediocre. <laughs> All right, so I'll try and hide and move silently up my up to where I can peek over the edge to see what's actually going on in the the room, and try and get a quick look to see if there are any other enemies besides her, or if and if there are a rough estimate of how many, and to kind of get a, a general idea of what the state of the birds is. Okay. So you step forward and you can peek over the, the railing of this second story. Do you want another hide or? Mm, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you peek over the railing of, and um, look down onto the main floor. So in the main floor, you can spot that, um, that this uh, old woman that you rescued or that you brought here, she's standing in the rough center of the main aisle between the stalls so that she has a view of all of four of the rocks. And she's got her um, hands raised high and her head looking up. And you can see that like her eyes have no color. You're just seeing white. And she is chanting and incanting in a, a you know an arcane language, and she's bathed in a green glow that um, th that spreads from her like four beams that envelop you know each of the rocks. So uh, whatever's happening 
uh, it seems to you like the rocks are opposed to it because they're thrashing and screeching, but something's holding them in place. Um, I mean, they can they can thrash and, and twitch and screech and flap, but they're not able to move from the place they're set in. Um, you had seen before that they had those wounds, mm-hmm. and you know it's it, it actually it looked much like uh, a like you could watch it spread in real time, and that's whatever she's doing seems to be accelerating it. Mm-hmm. incredibly okay. because now you know half of their bodies have been uh burned i guess is a good way to describe it feathers have burned away and the skin is blackened underneath they're screeching in agony um from your vantage point you do not see anyone else in here but her okay all right so i'll head back to the others after seeing that all right yeah, so you can move back outside and go around uh, the railing. And this whole time, lightning's been striking. None of it, it hasn't hit any of you yet, but some of it's been very close. Uh, but the rest of you see Rohan uh, come around the corner and, and move up to you. Okay, so um, Rohan, you made it back to your allies. Mm-hmm. And you had seen. Um, Graham, you had seen two figures approaching on the ground and Rohan, you had seen two figures outside the door. Yeah. Now, lightning flashes all around, some of it getting very close, but you haven't been hit yet. So I'll let them know about the two that are standing just outside the front door and what I saw going on inside that the witch seems to be attached through some sort of spell to the rocks that are thrashing. Hmm. All right. And I'll, I'll mention to Casimir and Fenner that I tried to identify what type of spell she was using, but that I, I couldn't. The storm was too loud. I... <laughs> <laughs> well, that and I don't have a whole lot of experience with most spell types. I'll still sign back mediocre. <laughs> Which is just my favorite line from that movie. <laughs> All right. So should we get into position? Like, should we just go from the second floor? Just jump on down in there? Or? Might as well start slinging stuff at her from there. Yeah, I can. Because it doesn't, like, I don't have to get, I can try to get in position for how my stuff works while you guys are throwing stuff at her. It might even work better that way. So uh, I have greater invisibility prepared. Uh, I have haste, which I will probably cast on us again before we go down in there. Okay. Yeah, that would be cool. And um, probably should. Uh, I had two spell slots open now. Probably should have worked something out ahead of time. So, Brandon, oh, what do we know about um, like how to get down to the ground level if we do go into the top? There's a ladder. In fact, I'll share a map with you. What's the? Uh, I could probably point it out to you because I went up this ladder when we were inspecting the uh, area earlier. Okay. Um, what's the height on this building? Like, how far of a drop down is it from the second? Um. So this roughly uh-huh. thirty feet. So too bad. Two d six of it be physical. It's a great sword hit. We can take that. <laughs> uh, not me. Yeah, I have one level open on the Ring of Spellstorm, but 
We didn't do it ahead of time. I don't think I really got anything that you'd want right now because I was preparing mostly for combat. Yeah, I mean, greater invisibility would would be pretty fun, but yeah. I could probably work around it too. Well, it would be on. Is it the mass one, one or no? It's or the not. sphere. Do I have invisibility sphere? That'd be what I was thinking of, and I didn't. You know, I think it'd be all right. Maybe I still have my shield going even after all this time because it lasts hours, right? Ten minutes per level, so ninety minutes, I believe. Well, maybe I wouldn't have it. We left off at seventy-eight rounds, so would that be like ten, eleven? Almost 12 minutes left ahead of it, so probably would be gone by now. I think that timer might be, unless you cast it way early or something. Yeah, it was the first round I cast it. All right, so yeah, let's look at that. Um, Maybe that was Mage Armor you gave me. Yeah, know. Shield would be gone by now. Graham, I'll take that off of there. Uh, Rohan, Shield would be gone. Yeah. Casimir. Mirror image and shield would be gone. Mirror image, yeah, I agree with, but shield, um... When did you cast it? It would have been during the start of the fight. How long does it last? I'm looking... Minutes, right? Minute per level? Yeah. Yeah. It's minute per level, I'd... Yeah, it'd be gone. Okay. Yeah, mine only lasted like two minutes, so... Yeah. And, uh, Fenrith, I think everything looks good for you. Because resist fire is from your ring, right? Or is that a separate thing you cast? Okay. Time to buff up. Yeah, so go ahead, do what you're going to do. And uh, it's just a single, it's a man-sized door. And is that where you guys are going to go and then do your stuff, or are you going to do your stuff here first? Yeah, I'd prefer to, because there's some stuff that I'll be casting that's in rounds. Okay. So everyone do a spot for me as you're making your way around to that side of the building in the tower. All right. So Ron's taking you guys back over to that door. And as you come around the corner from the side to the front and you right at that corner there, if you stick your head over, you've got a decent angle at the front door. And um, Ron, you know what you're looking for. Graham and Fenrith, you also spot there um, some humanoid figures down there. Uh, first time you saw them, Ron, there were two of them. Now you can see four of them. And a fifth one, which is giant-sized. And the wind and the thunder is so loud that you can't actually hear. But you can make out that that giant one is beating at the door with a massive hammer. Um, So that's what you guys can see as you step around there. Do the other four seem like they're also trying to get inside? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's that's an inference you could make. They seem to be looking for whatever mechanism might open it or, you know, another one's like prying at it, trying to pull it open. Okay. It just looks to you like none of them understand how it actually does open. So the big one is beating at it and the others are looking around for something. They had the same problem you and I did. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Turn the knob, stupid. <laughs> okay. Um so is the giant is its head at the level of the of our balcony that we're going around? Or uh, is it still below? Yeah, it's still below. Uh well actually about halfway maybe. Let me get a depends on what they let me check on that. 
Um, so that balcony is 30 feet up. Okay. And that giant's head comes up a little, little more than halfway. Okay. You'd think it's about 20 feet tall, maybe. All right. So I'll motion everyone to flatten themselves against the ground on the balcony as we move across the front of the building. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'll follow his commands or his orders. And then I'll, yeah, I'll kind of spider crawl or army crawl my way forward. Thank goodness for the lightning to cover up the sound of Fenris armor. It's going to be like dragging a, a bag of like pots and pans. Yeah. Probably actually making that like screeching sound of metal on stone, even <laughs> though it's wood. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, there's no modifier for storm on listen. So it doesn't add one. Hmm. Yeah. The, it for, <laughs> yeah, it does. No, uh, you broke the game master. <laughs> <laughs> we can't. If it's not there, what do we do? It's like we need somebody who who makes the tough calls when you're not. It's not explicitly written. You know, you need a special role that someone might play to figure that out. Wouldn't you agree, Justin? Yeah. What would you call someone like that? <laughs> like a master of the game, maybe? Or yeah, yeah. But uh, maybe call so it so a-, a hurricane. <laughs> Hurricane force wind. So out out here, ranged attacks are impossible, except with siege weapons, uh, which have a minus eight. Listen checks are impossible. All characters can hear is the roaring of the wind. So eat it. Oh, you found it. <laughs> that that said, there I guess there isn't a penalty to your listen check because you can't make it. They're just impossible. How high do I have to get my damage with my bow to have it technically defined as a siege weapon? It'd be the size. Yeah, you have it's to gotta be a size, size yeah. category. Listen checks are impossible. I just have to find the exception to where I can mm-hmm. listen, even in impossible situations. Uh, probably like an epic listen rule. Yeah. <laughs> it or a feat. Right. But there's like that one feat where it's like uh you get a attempt to or you get an attack opportunity against a grapple, even if they have improved mm-hmm. grapple. Basically this is like when you play a game with the neighbor kid when you're both young and you're mm. making it up as you go. That's eventually what deity hood is. Yeah. <laughs> well, you can't even look at me because you'll die. <laughs> All right. So anyway, you can get to that uh, door on the other side and then go ahead and do your, whatever you're going to do. It's uh, another thing to consider though. Um, what effect it would have cast and spells. Yeah. I forget. There's like concentration stuff for, um, is it the verbal sections? Because mm-hmm. you still need to be able to... Um, but uh, that said, first thing I'll do is I'll uh, try to peek, uh, peek in and... Uh, well, oh no. I, mm, that's a tough one. If I do the peek in to do the spellcraft and I fail, she's going to be alerted. Or I can do it after we all buff up and we're going in the charge. But if it turns out like this is one of Brandon's fake outs, <laughs> yeah, then... <laughs> and that it's too late to call off you guys. <laughs> well, anything to save spell slots. So I think you better risk peeking in. And <laughs> thanks, Ruindar. That's spoken like a true wizard. <laughs> yeah. So I'll peek in and I'll uh, do a spellcraft. Try to uh, uh, see if I can determine what spell she's casting. 
Okay. You peek your head in and you're trying to listen and you can definitely hear her in there shrieking and, and canting. Um, and you determine... Oh, let me check this real quick. Oh, right. Okay. So what did you get? Okay, I would do that. Yeah, so you can identify a spell being cast with that uh, by hearing the spell's verbal components. Right now, the one you hear being cast is um, a, a transmutation spell. Um, let me check something here. Not one that you're familiar with, but um, based on what you hear and your knowledge of magic, you can determine that. Uh, this is a spell that, if your theory is correct, could actually give human-like sentience to a creature. You think maybe even a plant. That's what you hear being cast right now. It seems, though, which is odd, that um, somehow this woman is using two voices because there's another one that you can hear um, casting a spell as well. Um, and you determine that that is a conjuration spell. Uh, um, cure cure serious wounds mass, which you've you know you're familiar with. Somehow she's casting it at the same time. The roll you made also lets you identify a spell that's already been cast, and this is a conjuration spell. If it if it has visible parts to it, I believe, like uh, the effect of it. Uh, well, can you? So you're you're picking your head, but not looking over the railing. Is that what you're saying? I, I don't know the layout of the place. It's, it's enough to see it, but I'd I'd have to be able to see the effect of the spell. So it'd have to have some sort of yeah. Okay. Right. So if you're if you're peeking in, like, so you can see her down into that main aisleway where she is. Okay. And you can see the green. Okay. And you can see the rocks, and that's where you're detecting that um, spell that's already in place in effect. And this is uh, another spell that you. You're not familiar with yourself, but just based on your knowledge of magic and the, you know, the, the way things look and blah, blah, blah. Um, this is a spell that you think will encase these rocks in um, some sort of a cocoon if they should die. And um, it might even be able to, over time, bring them back to life. Hmm. I'm going to sign that there's some odd spells going on she's doing weird stuff get yeah. ready <laughs> well there's there's some an odd combination of, of spells at work <laughs> well here. it uh, is a green effect which is eldritch we yeah. <laughs> or acid or good healing i don't know just because the dice are green doesn't mean that it's good <laughs> i don't know but I, I would hate for brandon to mess up our relationship with uh like our butler and he gave us some sort of bad information because it's impossible we misheard anything or took anything the wrong way. Or that so somebody's going to have yeah, to pay. Or that so we have to make game. a choice here and now. Is it the butler or the witch? It's always the butler. Well, Jeez, I mean, okay. From what he's Good saying, thing you're not Batman. It, it doesn't <laughs> seem like he, there's really causing him harm. But well, there are no, some no, creatures no, like, down there. Like there could be other, like, what was it? We had conjuration and we had... Uh, transmutation. Transmutation. And a cocoon in case they die. This very well could be like, uh, oh, yeah, to give them sentience, to make them smarter. So, like, this could very well be something that is good 
Or it could be something where it's like it's going to transmutate them into something else that is highly intelligent and is able to essentially like, I don't know, rock assassins or something. Right. So I guess I'll just make this easy. My God demands don't touch my stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Property rights. They've yeah. been invented. I think it'd be almost a little bit funny if we ambush and kill her and our rocks die because, <laughs> yeah, because well, she I'd, was actually saving them. I don't, uh, I certainly don't know what to make of this through the lens of, of Graham. But I do know sometimes giving medicine is not always a nice thing. So I was pitching the idea of, uh, cutting out any necrotizing flesh and then having right. Fenrith Which wouldn't have it. made the rocks happy, you know, so us seeing the rocks responding negatively to whatever's going on isn't indication that it's bad, you know. But that's it. Fulwin is our, well, he is our new butler. Right. And he didn't stutter. Hmm. Well, okay, so I'll sign to them. I'll go in and confront her. If she attacks me, then attack her back. Yeah. Well, I guess I that works for me. To attack this giant too. Well, if he breaks down the door, I think we'll get our chance at that. Yeah, I'd like to just attack him now. You, I'm, I'm All right. not going <laughs> to stop you. <laughs> I'll start buffing then. <laughs> yeah, is, uh, how big is the door to get into the room with the witch? He said normal size, right? Yeah. Oh, I no. thought that was just the main door. No, the main door is rock size. Yeah, that's the one they're trying to ba- bash open. Okay. The uh, one you're coming in is just a normal to, size door. Anybody know how to open that door? Well, Casimir and Cram do. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Perfect. What? After I kill those things, let me in. What are the? What is the giant? Have either of you seen it other than Graham seeing a silhouette? I don't think we had any real description other than that it was seemed similar to the other ooze-like creatures that were in human form. It's roughly 15 feet tall. No, closer to 20. Okay. Was that about the same size as like the, the what were they called? The Mama Baga crew? or No, those were significantly smaller. Okay. Well, I like your idea, Rohan, Rohan, because it's like Kung Fu style. We don't have to make a decision. Whoever attacks us is the bad guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's a very much a, uh, I'm not actually touching you right. uh, defense. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, once they get most of their buffs up, I'll uh, go in and jump down off the balcony to the ground floor uh, and use my feather fall to hopefully slow me down. We'll see if magic is working out here like it should. Okay. And as I fall, I'll uh, question the witch. What are you doing to our rocks and why did you attack our butler? All right. So uh, mirror image goes off, and then I think I'd go haste, and that'd be my end of buffing. So I would do that towards the tail end of Fenris buff cycle, because he has a bit of a longer one. <laughs> okay, how many uh, images do you get? Six. So I'll roll a 1d8, and I'm one and two. And how long does it last? Nine minutes. Or nine rounds. No, nine minutes. Sorry. Haste is going to last nine rounds if it goes off. Okay. And I'll that will also go on uh, everyone present. So I'll stick around for that one. You got up to 40 feet. How long does the haste uh, last again? Nine rounds. Nine. And that's why it's going to come at the end of 
Fenris buff cycle, so that way we're probably already fighting. Well, you know, to a point, Rohan still has to do his uh, superhero fly-in and question while doing it. Yeah, I'll do that annoying thing that, like, parkour people do in movies where I just, like, rush in through the door and vault over the railing. And Okay, any other buffing going to take place Yeah, here? I'll do uh, my divine power and righteous might. Okay, which one do you want to do first? Divine power. And um, that'll last for 13 rounds? Correct. Okay, righteous might. Was the second voice her voice, or was it distinctly different? Uh, it... It was, it was hers. Okay, just it's you know just modified a bit somehow, distorted, sounded like it might be coming like a split second after. Mm. All right, any other buffs? I'm okay. Done. No, I think that's it for me. All right, let me get. Let me get you know what? Actually, I'll put displacement on myself. Might as well. Graham doesn't save. All right, everybody roll initiative, so we've got that settled. Okay. Congrats, Graham. That is a, is there a rogue's initiative roll. Almost yes. the best I could get. Share it momentarily. Okay. Okay. Right. What's Butler's name again? Fallwin. Uh, Something like that. Fallwin. Fallwin. I already had that in my note. Fallwin Morin. Welcome back. There it is. Okay, so give me one moment and I will share the map and we'll get started with this. For some reason that update took a bunch of my NPCs and took their tokens away. Do they push their updates on specific days of the week or is it just sort of random whenever? I don't know. I haven't ever paid attention to when they pop in. Could also depend on severity. Yeah, but um, you know they've they've got different kinds. Like this latest one is one of the like big ones where they give you a little disclaimer that says don't load your campaign with this unless you're sure you want right. to move forward with this because you can't go back. So I just got to make a copy in case there's something screwy about it. The map should be shared with you now. Okay. Yeah. And so what you've got in front of you is a railing, and over that railing you look down, you can see the rocks in there. I can't put them on the map because I can't mess with the transparency, but they're in the stalls down there, two on each side. And there's a ladder off to your left there. Okay. So once they're getting ready to have their last round of spells, I'll jump the rail. Okay. And use my uh, Ring of Feather Fall to slow my descent if it kicks in. But as I jump, I'll uh, I'll yell to her. Um, what was her name? Lissari. Are you going to yell to her, uh, don't waylay me? Nah, I had it written down as Lazary. <laughs> yeah. Lazary. Okay. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll shout her, Lazary, what are you doing to our rocks? And why did you attack our butler? Okay. All right. So, um, Fenrith, uh, leaps over the railing. Ro- or Rowan leaps over the railing. <laughs> Who's leaping over the railing? 
I forgot I, what the plan was, apparently. Yeah, I jumped over, and then Fenrith is just like, I'm coming! <laughs> oh, okay. Floats I down see. to the floor. Did you just Don't do that so me. you could lecture her while your feather falls? You can all hear her chanting in that dual, that, that uh, odd dual voice at the same time, and um, he floats down there, and this brings us to... Uh, Graham, it'll be your move first. So I will s- just take a move action towards the ladder but I will assume total defense prepared for an attack from any angle. Done. Remember, you're hasted. Oh, right. I'll get right to the ladder then. All right, so you move over there, and from your angle, um, you can't see her or him, but you can see um, the door on the far side, the front door, and you can detect that it's shaking a little bit, but you can't hear much besides her chanting. And, uh, Rowan, when you get down to the ground and you shout that, she, um, you see her eyes, like her head pops down because it had been facing up and they sw- her head swivels towards you and there's nothing but these white orbs. And, uh, you can see her, um, you know, rotted teeth and she's doing this chanting. You found me beautiful once. <laughs> Little sister. (laughs) And this green light is um, emanating from her and enveloping the rocks. And she says to you, Swallow your soul, swallow your soul. You left the precious things unattended. Not wise. Um, And then we go to Fenrith. Quick, Fenrith. Shout, she's coming right at you and go pass your head. She's coming right at at us. All right, I will move right up to the rail and prepare to uh, tumble over. Mm. We need to put her in the earthen fruit cellar that has been. So I'll mid- delay, delay in action till after um, I see if she's gonna attack Rohan. Uh, okay, Casimir. Mm. Yeah, I'll uh, who, I'll delay my turn, my whole turn. Until uh, some sort of response is given or an action taken. Okay. All right. So um, Rohan and Kaz or and Fenrith roll a spot. Tower or no tower? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So you can both see as you're looking at her, waiting for her response, looking at that main door it it still is not open but you spot definitely a oozing black puddle um moving underneath that door and that will bring us can can i uh call back to casimir and uh graham that it's coming in underneath the door yeah I will shout that, which may or may not trigger Casimir's ready to action. Okay, hang on. Let me make sure. Let me see if Casimir and Graham hear you. That's a big no. For me, anyway. Graham might be able to. Oh, okay. I was wondering why my speed was suddenly 70. Graham, you can hear um, Fenrith, but um, Casimir, you can't. Did he say... Casimir Graham, such and such is happening, or did he just say such yeah. and such is happening? Yeah, they're okay. coming underneath the door. 
All right. Um, now, for her part, um, Lazarus seems to notice it as well somehow, because she screeches out that uh, you must protect me until I'm finished. And she starts slowly moving this direction to get away from him. Sense motive, Fenrith. You're the only. You're our only hope. <laughs> Maybe Rohan. <laughs> yeah, I suppose I could try a sense motive. <laughs> so there might be another. But is the this <laughs> the door over on this side? Yeah. Okay. So all right. Yeah. If you fail, though, we all got our weaknesses. I like uh, sexy vampire ladies, and you like old crones. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Norm. <laughs> so yeah, sense motive. <laughs> <laughs> I guess you were right, though. If it turns out, yeah, you know, yeah, you know we'll the see. thing about old Rohan, crones, um, it seems <laughs> to old. you that she's being entirely above board here. That she's being honest with you. Okay. So it's up to you what you do because you don't know. I mean, you can see that the rocks are in a pain. You can see that that effect, that initial effect, is progressing, and you can see that. She's doing something to them. Yeah. But it it had already been progressing, just not quite as fast when we had to leave them. Right. And anytime we tried to cast healing spells on it, it progressed it faster. So, Well, maybe that is the cocoon effect. Save them from dying. Yeah. Um, well, I, well, yeah. I, if, but you should probably move. Stop! Stop in the middle of the fight in theorycraft, but I theorize that it's a uh, reincarnation, perhaps. Yeah, I'm. That they're going to die, <laughs> or else a boulder's gonna fall on you. Yeah, maybe. I am the boulder. The way that I'm kind of thinking about it is everything we had tried had failed, and this is one of those where you got to die to get better. Well, it's one of those things where no matter what. If we stop her, then the birds are going to die because we couldn't do anything for them. And our only hope really relies on the fact that she knows what she's doing. So she also could bring them back as gargantuan undead with human sentience. <laughs> yeah. And if that happens, then we'll fight them. They'll still be fun but to ride. All I see is experience. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I'll take a step forward and... And draw my bow to face the uh, the slimes coming in underneath the the door. Direction. Okay. And I'll I'll say uh, I hope that you're with us. Now you're within vampire range. Well, Graham would have been convinced if we came here, and she was just like, "No, I'm doing the good stuff." <laughs> Only if she's a sexy vampire oh, dressed right. in leather. Yeah, and I know she's not a vampire because Graham isn't in her thrall immediately upon yeah. walking in the room. What does that say about the... Wasn't there an orc vampire that you were enthralled to, though? Do you just not uh, talk about that? Was that an experimental it was, it phase? It was uh, in the early seasons where the show hadn't yeah. really settled on its themes yet. <laughs> What's Graham's feelings towards Yathlani? Well, I know I want to kill her sometimes. Okay. So she's not a vampire. Definitely not a vampire. Yeah. Okay. That'll bring us to Graham. Be kind of honest. I kind of want to okay. kill it too, though, from time to time. So we got a 30-foot ladder yeah. going down? Yeah. <laughs> All right. I will uh, take a move action down it. Uh, I'll start going. Climb check. Right. <laughs> I'll start going, uh, what do you call it? I'll move silently from this point. 
as I'm going down. So I'll get to the bottom of the ladder a little bit beyond. <clears throat> okay. And then just pause there and take a total defense action. All right. Let me get... That brings you down. If there is concealment to hide in when I get to the bottom, I can throw one of those out for you too. Yeah, it does. It brings you down into um, a stall, but not a used one. Uh, not for the rocks, usually. So it's cover. kept with like supplies and stuff. So, yeah. Okay, I'll throw that in the tower. So from where well. you are, when you come down, you can't see Rohan or Lazari anymore. You can just see that green glow. But from where you are, you can see... Um, you can see Tempest in a, in a stall over there across across from you. I have no angle to the door from the inside the stall? No. Okay. And in a minute, I'll, I'll sh- share the map with you and show you. But. Okay. I'm, uh, that, that's it for me, though. That'll finish up my turn. And then Casimir. All right. I will. Oh, wait. Isn't Skip it me? Fenrith. I, I oh. hit the next turn button. Then. All right. Fenrith, then. All right, I'm going to jump down. Okay. Glad I, I, I made forward. the jump DC to, so it's 30 feet up? Yeah. So only take 20 feet of damage. It's a DC 15 jump to, if you're jumping from a height, to take uh, 10 less feet of damage. Yeah. Um, how tall actually? damage? 1D6 up to a max of 20 every 10 feet. Uh, how big Two exactly six. are you? Uh, would it still be? I guess it would, right? Because we're going from the base of the foot. Yeah. Okay. Okay. If you were to hang off the mm. the edge, then that might be different. So. No time. Um, Graham, let me share the map with you that you're on now. And Fenrith and Rohan. Do you want me to just do my... Well, he moved. Then, yeah, okay. So that'll be your turn, Casimir. Oh, I think he still has a action, right? Yeah. I should. Oh, okay. Do you want to hit damage real quick, uh, Brandon? What, did you take 1d6? Two. Uh, two d6. Mm. All right, so you take four damage from that right, landing. And then I'll use the rest of my movement to get up to the door. The uh, 40 foot. How high is the railing? Uh, also it's just, overran Rohan. Just waist high. I'll try and block him. <laughs> That'll be it for me, though. All right. So from there, you can see a massive pool of ooze seeping under the door there. Right now, it just is a single pool. But now you, Casimir, what do you want to do? All right. Uh, trying to find the thing. Yeah, hop up. All right. So I can automatically hop up. Is it free action? Is that two? So, oh, no. It counts as 10 foot of movement. All right, so I'd move to the, there. Let's see. All right, so I'll go right over the edge there and uh, ten add 10 feet to that, so it'd technically have been 40 because okay. of the hop-up. I have to hop over the waist-high railing. Okay. And as I'm falling, I'll cast slow fall. All right. And then as part of my move, I'll ready my trident, and then I'll delay to see if anything gets close to me to attack it as uh my action and that's the end of my turn mm, where is slow fall or feather fall rohan drink the puddle before it reforms <laughs> <laughs> you like slimy drinks that puts you 
right here. I think Graham was the one that drank the weird-looking potion that one time. Oh, Graham, get up here and drink the puddles before it reforms. He, he's projecting. We all know he's the one that drinks from odd puddles. Yeah. <laughs> all right, that gets you there on the floor. Um, behind Casimir, in front of Rowan. Mm. There's Don't a time have like a purify water effect. Gore didn't have it when he was drinking all the. <laughs> Gore was and then fresh special breed though. So you pull up your trident, but um, you can see that there's just a large puddle of ooze coming underneath the door. All right. Um, anything else for your turn? Nope. Okay. So uh, suddenly, um, f uh, shapes just sort of spring up and take form out of this puddle. And um, the first one you see is um, a, uh, it's, let me see if I can do, they, you can't look at it and be like, that's a elf or that's a human. There's not enough form to their features. They have the shape and size of that though. And so you can detect, well, that would be its head. Though there's no eyes and there's no mouth and there's no ears, but it has a humanoid shape. But clearly it's composed of ooze. But also, interestingly, is wearing armor and has weapons. And they have that same look to them as if they're ooze. But this one has a bow and um, some arrows. And it clearly looks like it is going to use those rather than generally what oozes do, which is just go slam into you. So the first one you see pop up. It's a, it's a gummy bear warrior. Is like a, it looks like an archer. And then uh, just about the same time, another one um, that looks exactly the same, exactly the same pops up holding a bow. And then a split second later, two more pop up. And these ones look like they're wearing full plate armor with heavy shields and long swords. Um, so they pop up right there. And then there's still a large amount of that puddle left. Um, but that remains on the floor for now. But you can see these ones with their weapons and armor. And uh, Lazarus screeches, you must stop them, um, and continues her incantations. And that bring us to uh, you, Rohan, but we're out of time for today, so we're going to have <laughs> to stop there. And we'll right. pick it up here next time in the beginning of this battle. All right, man. All right. Thank you. Okay, thank, thank you. you. Thank I appreciate you. it. Oh, man. I can't believe the... This has been a Death Watch production. Thank you for listening. Mm -hmm.